Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. So the tongue, words that come from our mouths, can bring life or death. Stop and think right now, over this last week, and this is for all of us, Christian and non-Christian, what came out of your mouth? Was it life or was it death? Every word we speak is either building up or tearing down. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. For some of us, that would mean we should take a vow of silence. Today, we're learning about the power of our words and the effect they have on those around us. Words can start wars and end relationships, or they can bring peace and give hope. Matthew 12, 34 says, For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Remember, the heart is the control center where all our decisions are made. It's what we allow in that comes out so we must pray. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 23, with part one of our message entitled, The Power of Our Words. Let's turn to the book of Proverbs, chapter 4. I want to ask you a question. If the source of the water way up here in the mountains was polluted, would it be fresh or polluted water? Polluted water. You see, you wouldn't feel safe drinking from a stream whose source was contaminated with mercury and toxins and whatever, you're going to see a principle that, this is the first thing I want you to write tonight, you don't want to miss this principle. As is the spring or source, so are all the streams. Look at Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. In other words, it affects everything you do. We learned these two keys last week. Our heart is our whole being. It's the center of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our heart is the control center where all the decisions of life are made. So when you're thinking about our heart tonight, I want you to think of it as the spring, the source of everything. Now apart from God, we learned last week, that our control center is flawed. It's under the control of Satan. It's beyond cure by humans. Whatever comes out of the flawed heart is flawed. So this is the source. This is our heart. 
And we learn that from our heart, everything flows. Everything comes from our heart. And in the next three verses following, we're going to learn what comes out of our heart. The first thing we're going to talk about tonight is our mouth or our words. So if there's a problem with our heart, there will be a problem with our what? And our words. If there's a problem with our heart, if it's apart from God, there'll automatically be a problem with our eyes. If there's a problem with our heart, there will be a problem with the feet, how we live. Now, the reverse is also true. If the spring is perfectly clear and not polluted, then from that source should be good words, faithful eyes, and a steady walk after God. Make sense? That's what Solomon's talking about. So look at 23 again. Above all else, guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. In other words, it affects everything you do. Now, verse 24. Because of that, Solomon writes, put away perversity. In other words, distorted or false talk. From your mouth, your mouth, circle the word your. It's our mouths that he's talking. Not talking about your neighbor's mouth. Not talking about the dirty mouth at work. Talking about our mouths. And keep corrupt talk far from, and circle it again, your lips. It's not somebody else's. It's my lips. So the mouth, our lips, and our words are all tied together. You can't separate them. Matthew 12, 34 says this, For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the spring is the heart. The stream that we're going to talk about tonight is our mouth or our lips or our words. Now, apart from God, you might be a very good person, but apart from God, if your source isn't empowered by God, then obviously there's going to be a problem with your mouth. And really from it are going to come poisons. Matthew 15, 19 says there would be false testimony and slander and all kinds of other things. So a sinful heart tonight, one that hasn't been changed by God, is going to lead to harshness of the tongue. So the mouth, the tongue... In our words, are only messengers from our heart. In the book of Proverbs, those three things, that tongue, those words in our lips, are spoken of 150 times. So we're going to cover all of those verses tonight. You ready? 150, and I want you to write every verse now. No, we're not. But we're going to take a sampling. Now, why would they appear 150 times? Because it's a very important part of our life. So let's make sure you understand this right. If my words tonight are swearing, cussing, slanderous, evil, against people, negative, critical, if all of those things are coming out, it's not a problem with my mouth. Where's the problem? It's my heart. So... When you hear people at work swearing, cussing, whatever, you say, what's wrong with you, dirty mouth? The real problem isn't their mouth. The problem is their heart. And as we said a few weeks ago, sinners sin. That's what they do. 
So it shouldn't be a shock to us. Now, as we talk about this, it's going to be kind of revealing to all of us. I want you to turn to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. This is a verse that you should definitely have underscored in your Bible. It is one that has great application and relevance throughout the Bible. Proverbs 18, 21. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So the tongue, words that come from our mouths, can bring life or death. Stop and think right now, over this last week, and this is for all of us, Christian and non-Christian, what came out of your mouth? Was it life or was it death? Every word we speak is either building up or tearing down. It's either encouraging or discouraging. It's either refreshing or polluting. It's either life-giving or death-dealing. The power of the tongue. Every time we open our mouths and words come out, what comes out is either... Life or death. That's why it's a powerful principle. All of us have opened our mouths and said things that we regret. Anybody say amen? Amen. And when you said it, man, didn't you wish you could go... (laughs) Didn't you wish like there's a video thing you could just reverse it? (laughs) Doesn't work though, does it? You see, once it's out, man, and we've all been embarrassed, crushed. Why did that come out? Devastated, many of us, many times. So we know, we know the power of the tongue. We have either gossiped, slandered, or put down others, and then we've watched the death of those people. There probably isn't a person here tonight who hasn't been gossiped against, slandered, often false. We know what it's done to us. So most of us have either caused tremendous damage or had damage caused to us because of the power of the tongue. Now, the words that come from our mouths have great influence not only in our just our everyday lives, but our marriages. Many marriages tonight have been destroyed because of the tongue. But it's not really because of the tongue, it's because of the It's the heart. It's the heart. Many children today are being raised with tremendous abuse verbally. Always tore down, never good enough. They will go into society main because a parent didn't know how to encourage. Always discouraged. At places of work, we've all been in trouble numerous times for different things because we used our mouths. School, the same. And then, of course, I won't ask you to raise your hand tonight, but many of you have come from church situations where there was tremendous splits, heartache, because of the tongue and the mouth. Let me give you some, maybe three or four tonight, negative things that can happen. Let's turn to Proverbs 16, 28. The first I want to talk about tonight 
is gossip and slander. Gossip and slander. You can write these other verses down while you're turning there. Proverbs 16, 28, Proverbs 18 and 8, and Proverbs 20, 19. Proverbs 16, 28 says this, A gossip separates close friends. Proverbs 18, 8 says, The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to a man's innermost parts. And Proverbs 20, 19 says, A gossip betrays a confidence. A gossip betrays a confidence. There once was a man who lived in a village. It was a fairly small village. And he gossiped about his neighbor. The story was untrue. The word, as always with gossip, quickly spread around the village. Later, the truth came out, but it was a little late. This man went to his minister for help. He told the minister the problem, that he had gossiped about an individual in their town, found out the story was then untrue after he shared the tale. The minister said, here's what you need to do to solve the problem. He says, tomorrow, I want you to take a bag of feathers. And I want you to go to every house where you know your gossip got to. And I want you to put a feather on that doorstep. Well, the next day, the man got a big bag of feathers. Fairly small town, but he went all over town. On all of those doorsteps, he put the feathers. Now his instructions were these. The following day, the minister said, I want you to go back. I want you to pick all those feathers back from those doors that you put them down, put them back in your bag, and bring the bag back to me. Well, the next day he went, and he went to the same sequence of homes that he had put the feathers. And out of all those hundreds of feathers, he found about two or three. You see, the wind had blown them all. So when he came back to the minister, he said, I only have two. The minister said, that's the damage of gossip. You see, the minister then said a very important principle. We can be forgiven of slander and gossip, but often the damage is never repairable. You see, I can receive forgiveness, but I can't bring back the damage that has gone. It's devastating. If you're a gossip tonight, if you use careless words, if you allow your mouth to carry tales, you don't follow up on things, you just ramble and talk, be careful. Because when you go to pick up the pieces, you can't pick them up. The people's lives, in this case, the story was totally untrue. And yet you've judged and you've gossiped. Notice Proverbs says it's like a sweet choice morsel. Ooh, good thing. It's not a good thing. Next, let me ask a very important question. Has anybody here ever lied and then denied it? Those of you that out your hands, up, you just did. 
you just did. So we have to be careful, and yet there are some very important principles. What's the next thing I'm talking about here? What the first thing that comes to your mind is lying and deception. Turn with me to Proverbs 12, 17. Proverbs 12, 17. You see, we're living in a world today where there's a very different model. Here's the model. Tell the truth as long as it's convenient. Tell the truth as long as it's convenient. Not only do we have to worry about gossip and slander, we have to worry about lying and deception. False, exaggerated words, half-truths, misleading words. Proverbs 12, 17 says this, A truthful witness gives honest testimony, but a false witness tells lies. Look at verse 19. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only for a moment. Look at Proverbs 12, 22. You're already in the chapter. God designed our mouths to speak the truth all the time. Look what God says. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in men who are truthful. Maybe you're in the middle of some kind of a lie or an exaggeration or a half-truth at home, at work, here, friends. Let me give you a piece of advice that will do you well. Find out who you need to apologize to, ask God for his forgiveness, come clean, and start enjoying life again. You see, you're miserable. Why live a lie? Do whatever you need to do. You say, well, it's going to be embarrassing. So what? It'll be healthy for you. Get it straight. Get it off your heart. Get your heart clean and enjoy life. Turn with me to Proverbs 12, 18. You're right there. Just look back at verse or two. This brings the third thing. Not only shouldn't we slander or gossip, we can't lie or deceive people with our lips, but we need to be careful that we're not, and this is a big one for all of us, critical, negative, and condemning. You say, well, Pastor Mark, I have no trouble lying. I really don't gossip. But, you know, my nature is just to point out everybody's faults. <laughs> you know what I want to say to you tonight? You have a problem with your heart. And I'm not laughing. You do. You see, Proverbs twelve eighteen says, Reckless words pierce like a sword. L- look at 15, 4. Just a couple of chapters over. 15, 4. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And I want to talk to Christians tonight, right at this part. Christians, parents, teachers, bosses. Are you a person that's always putting other people down? Do people avoid you because you're always finding fault? Are your words like a sword that injures, discourages, kills the spirit? If you look at your words, and I have to look at my own words, are they harsh, bitter, ugly? Do they tear down rather than build up? Now you say, well, yeah, I guess they are, so I guess I better be careful of my mouth. No, the problem isn't your 
mouth, the problem is your, your heart. And here's one we need to watch. You see, later we'll see that the New Testament speaks a lot about that. And we learned it when we went through Galatians, but we kind of forgot it. If you're legalistic, you will be a critical, negative person. See, the Bible says we need to be people of grace, overlooking others' faults. Not to a point where it causes damage, but love covers a multitude of sins. Would you like it to cover yours? I would. And I want to really speak to you parents. Be careful in your homes. Especially when those kids hit the teenage years. can be hard. They're trying to leave at age 12. By age 13, you would allow them to leave if you could. <laughs> but for the next few years, you've got to watch your words. You cannot crush their spirit. And you'll do it with words. He said, well, I never touch my kid. You can slice a person open as if you just beat them with your words. Husband and wife, very same key. Ministry leader, always griping, always complaining. No one does it right. Be careful, you'll have a ministry unto yourself. Because no one will want to work with you. See, when I look for a ministry leader... One of the very key things I look to, after all the spiritual stuff, here's what I look for. Somebody who people are following. Now, people won't follow a critical negative person unless they absolutely have to. And the first chance they get, they're out of there. We'll learn tonight after we finish our teaching right at the end. Did people follow Jesus? Like masses. Why? Because he was critical, negative, condemning, always giving bad words. Horrible person to be around. Is that right? No. It's exactly the opposite. So we have to be careful then if we're going to call ourselves Christians. We have to be very careful. In fact, right at this point, as you and I look at our own lives, there's a verse in, in James, and I'll just, I'll just quote it tonight because I don't have time to go to it. It basically says this. If you can't control your tongue and you say you're a Christian, you better back up. You say, well, it's not that serious, is it? Yes, it is. It's very serious. So for Christians, our tongues need to be controlled by God. Now, how can we change then what comes out of our mouths? James chapter 3 verse 8, it says this, No man can tame the tongue. So how can we change what comes out of our mouths? How many of you remember, by the way, will soap change what comes out of our mouths? Why do you laugh? Uh, come on, I'll be honest. How many of you remember having a soapy mouth? Today, Pastor Mark delivered an important message on the power of our words. What we say can either build up or tear down, encourage or discourage, refresh or pollute. He reminded us that every time we open our mouths, out comes life or death. All of us have said things we regret, but before you wish you could take them back, you need to remember, the next time you give your input, make sure you've filtered what you've put in. Maybe you're listening right now, and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. The next time you join us on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will give us three keys for taming our tongues. Although effective on some level, they don't include getting your mouth washed out with soap. If you ever tasted dial or palm olive, you know mom had good intentions, but detergent was only a temporary fix. What we need is for the scrubbing bubbles of God's Word to permeate our sinful hearts. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right. Hear your 